Thank you for listening to this Podcast One production. Now available on Apple Podcasts, Podcast One, Spotify, and anywhere else you get your podcasts. Do you own or rent your home? Sure you do, and I bet it can be hard work. You know what's easy? Bundling policies with GEICO? GEICO makes it easy to bundle your homeowner's or renter's insurance along with your auto policy, and it's a good thing, too, because you already have so much to do around the house. Go to GEICO.com, get a quote, and see how much you could save. It's GEICO easy. Visit GEICO.com today. That's GEICO.com. Man, the, the closest I have ever been to, like, really getting into some serious trouble, I think, was when we were about, like, 12 or 13 years old, and we decided to jump over an apartment building, like, or a house or something, a gate, because we saw chickens. Do you remember this? Yeah, 100%. We, we, we had these little plastic swords. We weren't doing nothing with them. They were just with us. I don't know why. We had these two older kids that were with us that I think were, like, kind of bad, bad uh, influences. And anyways, the guy comes out of the house when we were in the backyard with his chickens and is like, yo, I have a shotgun, and if you guys don't get off my property, I'm going to use it. And we were like, holy crap. And I remember at that moment, did you, because Jake never went over because he no, couldn't no, get over I the can, gate. I can't hop gates. I'm not good at that. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm a Mexican at heart, so I was good at hopping the gate. And I hopped, I kid you not, when the guy came out, I ran and jumped to the top of the gate. And I, like, uh, adrenaline was rushing through me that I, I cleared that whole gate. Yeah. And I think that was a moment that stuck with me forever and that made me who I am. <laughs> but, anyways, welcome to Sus. Share your scare where we talk to different people and hear their stories of survival, the paranormal, and all things sus. I'm your your host Brennan Taylor. I'm here with my brother Jake. What up? And today we have on someone who's really special. They've been on both sides of the spectrum from being incarcerated to now being a successful entrepreneur, living a healthy, sober lifestyle. Here we have Cody Padrino. What's going on? What's up? What's Thank up? you for being on the podcast, man. man. Thanks for having me. Of course, dude. If no one knows you right now, you 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 kind of had like a crazy life, right? Like for the people that don't know. Uh, yeah, my life uh, had a pretty rough childhood development. Uh-huh. You know, I went to Catholic school, was an altar boy, but uh, I had a lot of trauma. I just dealt with the cards as I was given, yeah. you know. I didn't choose my life. I didn't. Right. My parents had stuff, and their trauma came on to me. And, um, yeah, I became an adolescent. Started using drugs and yeah. um, what kind of what kind of drugs were you using? I started off with ecstasy. Okay, used to go to fifteen, fifteen years old. I used to go to eighteen and over parties in New York City. Really, like the old limelight exit. Yeah, and I would go like maybe two in the morning to like nine in the morning. Damn, just tripping out on ecstasy and yeah. stuff. And, and this was like an everyday thing, or was it like weekends? Weekends. Okay. weekends. That eventually, it becomes an everyday thing right. as drug addiction progresses. But yeah. it all starts off as fun. Right. We don't plan to get addicted to things. Exactly. And and you seem like a very, like, upbeat, high-energy, good-energy type of person. Did you always have this energy? Or, like, did something change down the line that really changed you? I always had energy. I always had hustle. I always uh, was determined, driven, had will. I'm more of, like, an outgoing person, like, uh-huh. spontaneous. Like, yo, let's go do this. Let's go do that. And uh, the thing is... Uh, Drugs are like my kryptonite. Really? Yeah. Even still? Yeah, yeah. They, wow. uh, they're not fun anymore. They're yeah. actually scary. And, and do you feel that, like, now you, whenever you think about, say, like, an old time like this, does it trigger you and make you, like, want to go back to those times? or? No, because I know the end result for me. I know if I was to engage in that type of behavior, I know where I would end up. Right. And uh, what would it do for me? I probably would die. Really? You know, uh, prison saved my life. Really? How did that happen? Prison? Yeah, like how did, was it from the drug use or what? what? Pretty much drug use, 
committing crime, not caring about myself, not caring about anybody else, just not level-headed, just a very toxic person, um, selling drugs to being able to get money to purchase drugs. You know, I I justified my drug behavior because I I didn't think I was doing anything wrong to get it. I was like, oh, I'm just selling drugs. I'm making money. I'm not like some dirty-ass drug addict on the street. And um, I took real good care of my hygiene, but I just fell into a toxic cycle, you know. I I got more advanced into drugs, like started off with alcohol and ecstasy and then, you know, smoking weed. And, you know, now I'm doing cocaine after alcohol. And then now I'm going to doctors, getting Adderall, Xanax. Yeah. Whatever I could get my hands on legally, you know, manipulating the system. Right. And then I would walk around with legal prescriptions crushing, sniffing, using drugs as recreational abuse. And uh, eventually all that fun became a habit, and then it just became a lifestyle for me. Right, and that's when it got out of hand, when it became a lifestyle. Yeah, it was just, you know, I'm doing drugs with people, hanging out with drugs with people. Basically, you start opening these doors for these toxic behavior that you guys meet up just to hang out and do drugs, including women. A lot of women I did did coke and stuff, like, you know. So before you got caught up and got arrested, did you think, like, oh, I'm, like, going down the wrong path? Or were you just enjoying what you were doing at that moment? I knew I was going to jail. I just didn't know for how long and for what. No, I'm saying before you got in trouble. Did you, like, know you are going down the wrong path doing drugs and hanging out with the wrong people? Yeah, I knew. Uh, Basically, I was just, like, stuck... And, and I was crying out for help, but I did not know how to remove myself from a toxic situation. I, I didn't know what to do. I was just caught up in this behavior of, like, an everyday cycle. It was like a routine. So what was the ultimate thing that actually happened that put you in jail? Well, basically, I got into a toxic relationship. I was selling drugs at the time. And um, not to say any names or anything, a person... Inform the authorities about me selling really? drugs. Yes. I don't want to incriminate myself or say any witnesses, but I, I was told off. Right. So you got so you got snitched on. So yeah. so with the day and age that we have now, and like this this is totally a little bit off topic, but like with like rappers like Six Nine glorifying snitching and whatnot, like does that do you have any different views on that or what is your thoughts? A lot of thing is I'm old school. I stay to myself, uh-huh. and the way that society has changed. Most people don't care about people that tell anymore because if it doesn't affect them directly or their family directly, they'll just turn their eye to it. Like, yeah. you know, oh, all right, well, it didn't happen to me. It happened to them. Right. You know, no, no, nobody goes gets killed anymore like the old days. Yeah. Times are different. Times are different now, you know. Snitching is... Uh, it's 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 like glorified, yeah. like you said. Six nine people rapping about it. He's know? totally just chilling, thinking it's like the coolest thing in the world. But so so now walk me through this. So you you find out like someone snitched on you. Did you find out prior to like getting arrested, or was the arrest you finding out during court proceedings? Oh, that's when you found out. Yeah, being told that the person's a government witness. Oh man, that's when. Because st- usually people see when people snitch. It doesn't come out right away, but when you go to court, they have to produce documents. So it always comes out in the end. So was that person at in court, or did you like? Was it a name that was called out, or something? No, they were in court. Oh, they were in court. Yeah, so yeah. what was it like for you when you saw that person? Um, it was hurt because I trusted this person and we knew each other for a while, and 
You know, it was more like a blind shot. Right. But I kind of blame myself because it's like if I wasn't on drugs and if I was sober, I could have removed myself from that situation a long time ago. I mean, when something like that happens, I feel like I would have trust issues forever after that, trusting anyone. Did did you feel like that that's a, th- a thing for you or did you like find a way to like better yourself from that moment and start trusting people again? And Well, I trust people. I don't really do anything wrong anymore. Uh-huh. So I don't have to worry about anything. I trust people to an extent. Until they give me a reason not to trust them. But, you know, this day and age, you got to be careful, you know. Um, A lot of hidden motives. You know, know, people, they're not really genuine. They don't really care. They care what they could get from you or what out of you. How long were you in jail for? Prison. 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 Can you separate the difference between that for us, prison and jail? Okay, so prison is, um, you can only do a, a year. Or you go there while you're fighting court proceeding. Mm. So that was jail. Oh, that was jail. That was jail. So, so prison now is people is life sentences, Shit. not getting out. It's a big house, like more like everybody's a felon there. Everybody has felon felonies. When you go to prison yards, you have to produce your paperwork. Which I mean by that is. Everybody has, like, a C file on the computer. Like, so let's say if you guys are at a committee, mm-hmm. you would be pressured by inmates to show your paperwork. Anything against women, children, any type of sex crimes. Uh, so everyone would know about it, or just the committee would, would know? Well, the committee knows, but the thing is you have to produce it to even walk into that housing unit because mm-hmm. the inmates will apply pressure on you. Yeah. Like, oh, we need to see what you're here for. For real. So, so like, that's when people... They beat people up, right, for certain crimes? Sex crimes, they kill you. Really? Yeah. Did you see see that happen at all while in there? I've seen a lot of bad things happen. I've seen people get stabbed. I've seen grown men run across prison yards screaming for their life. I've seen people get thrown off the tiers. I've seen the police throw bombs, tear guns. Uh, I've seen a lot. It was an eye-opener. It wasn't somewhere where I wanted to be. Right. And how long were you in there? Uh, prison, 37 months. 37. So that's over three years. Yeah. Right? Yeah, I told yeah. you. That, wow. So what what got you through that, through prison? The first year and a half, I was actually being bad in prison. I was using cell phones and because uh, there's a cell phone. It's like the streets in a confined area. Is it really? Yeah, it's cell phones, dope. Like crystal meth. I bet like you probably have stories for days, but like what's one of the most memorable things that happened to you while in prison? Mm, like a good thing? Yeah, give me a good thing and then give me a bad thing. The bad thing is I caught five months in write-ups. No way. I got caught with a phone. They gave me 90 days. Basically, like they made photocopies. They brought me to the lieutenant's office. They show you the evidence. Well, looks like a phone to me. No way. 90 days. So that's extra on your sentence. Yeah, you get a release date change notice, oh, and you get wow. pushed out three months. And that's like a, a seizing. Yeah. You know how much money we can make in three months? Right. And I got to sit around in a cell because I want to be on a phone. Yeah. What was a good thing that happened? The good thing is uh, after like two years, I uh, I got close with some Christian brothers. I, I changed my life because I was like getting high in prison too and drinking and pruno and smoking weed and... Just not caring, mocking the police, Yeah, you know, thinking it was a game. And, uh, you know, I seen the light. I got close with the Christian brothers. I I started reading Bible scriptures, and uh, 
I felt my body change. I felt my mind change. I rewired my mind. That's awesome. I made myself like, hey, this is not what I want to do with my life. This is not who I want to be known as. Right. It gave you purpose to get through it. It gave me purpose. You need to find the perfect gift this season, and Lids has them. Whether you're looking for officially licensed sports gear or iconic brands like Nike, Adidas, and Champion, Lids is the largest retailer of hats in North America. Jake, what are we going to get our uncle for Christmas? I have no idea. He's so hard. He's so hard, but keep in mind, the dude always wears the same hat. Oh, I'm pretty sure he wore it to the hospital the day you were born. Yes. Okay, so my uncle is a big Dodgers fan, and he took us to a game about, what, like 15 years ago? At it's least. been a long time. I, we don't really go to games that often, but I remember trying this hat on just for like a picture to send my mom, and this thing stank. It was molded to his head. Yeah, he still wears it, so I think we found out we should get him a new hat. Listen, visit any Lids store, and an associate will help you find the perfect cap for anyone on your holiday gift list. Lids is the leader in headwear, including all authentic MLB on-field caps, NFL sideline caps and knits plus a huge variety of fashion styles colorways and lids exclusives and we got a special offer just for our listeners visit lidsloyal.com slash sus to get 25 percent off discount on your next in-store purchase that's lidsloyal.com slash sus for your 25 percent off coupon so before we get out of like you getting out of prison and changing your whole life did you get your tattoos in prison like the one on your arm right there? I want to I explain what that tattoo means. This tattoo is YFSI. It means you f***ing see it. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, this is my dad right here, this face portrait. And then I got some wings over here. They're like, yeah. they're like angel wings. I got blessed. And, and did the, you get that all in prison? Yeah. Mostly no way. you got a lot of time in your hands. Yeah. You're just sitting there. So there's basically, there's a whole life inside of j- prison. Oh, you'd be surprised. Damn. It's like so a whole nother world. How do you make how do you, how do you make money or how do people make money in prison to afford stuff like that? Um, well, are, tattoos are cheap. How much do they run? I'm just I, trying to understand. I pay like for all these tattoos, like 300 bucks, but a tattoo will run you like $10, $20 wow. in store. And it would just be like on on commissary food, or would it be yeah, like yeah, actual- commissary food, green wow. dots, you know, green dot cards, Seven yeah. Eleven, Western Union, MoneyGrams, wow. feature people to cash app people on the outside. For real, it could yeah. be like that. Yeah. Dang, you got cell phones. Yeah, that's you could just cash app somebody else. No, but I because I'd be on, I'd be <laughs> staying on TikTok and I see prison TikTok hit up all the time. Like I knew they had phones in there because yeah. people be like dancing and stuff. I want to know the craziest thing that you saw in jail. I seen people die. Well, it doesn't really get any more crazier yeah. than that. How, how did they die? Like Stabbed with big, any type of like a knife or something, wow. a man-made knife. And then they put down the yard, they put bombs, like tear gas, and then the yard goes down. And then they have the ambulance come, and then they lock everybody down. Wow. Did you ever fear like being the one on the other end of that knife? Yeah, but I never gave them a reason to be on that end. Usually people get stabbed behind drug deaths. Mm. Most people that have, like, sex crimes and anything against children and stuff, they're usually smart enough to basically tell the police that they're in fear for their safety, and they usually move them to a special housing unit. But some people slide in between right. the crack. And snitching, too. But there's a lot of snitching in jail, too, believe it or not. Is there? Yeah, you think that you go there and everybody's, uh, us first, them. It's not like that. Everyone wants to get out, right? Everybody wants to get out. They'll drop a medical, they'll write on, like, a medical slip. Oh, this guy got a phone. This guy sells drugs. People sell drugs in prison. Damn. The name of the show is Share Your Scare. Does this scare involve being in prison or what happened? Like, your scariest moment. My scariest moment was... Basically, like, am I going to make it out of here alive? Am I going to get it myself into a riot? 
Am I gonna get killed behind some bullshit in here? Because the thing is, prison's segregated in California. So you got the whites, the Mexicans, and then you got the African-Americans, which were, and then basically, so the way the politics is set up here is one jump, they all jump. Mm. So there's no like agreement, like, like the whites and the Mexicans are together, but the blacks are segregated with the Asians. So basically, it could kick off because one person started a problem. Now your life's in danger. Right. Did you have a certain, like, ethnic group that you hung out with? I hung out with the Spanish and the whites, but I, I joined the white program because uh, it's a mo- little bit more laid back. Mm-hmm. The Mexicans are really tough and, like, really involved with, like, a lot of drugs and, uh, and violence. Damn. So do you, like, are, what is your ethnicity, if you don't mind me asking? I'm European and Puerto Rican. Okay. So, so you you had the choice at that, like to choose which group to be in, really. Yeah, right? you have a choice. Wow. But you can't get out once you make the choice. Really. You're forced to join a gang in jail. You really? Yeah, that's the gang. You got to roll with like the whites, the, Mexicans, or blacks. Oh shit. Like I've always wondered this. Like if I ever got sent to jail, do I get to pick? Like I get to pick, obviously. But like, is there any studying that goes on before you pick, or is it like you have to join right when you walk out? Usually, people from California have family members, or they heard about the politics. Me, I'm from New York City. Uh-huh. I had no idea about politics, so I kind of learned as I went in there. Damn. And basically, uh, somebody they lace me up. You know, they tell me this is what goes here. These are what the rules, because the inmates control everything. Yeah, that's absolutely crazy. The police give certain inmates a certain amount of power to do whatever they want just to keep control of their people. Right. Was there any, like, animosity against, like, the Spanish people? Did they get upset that you... Because you kind of look like you could pass the Spanish. Did no, they, be they like, were upset. They're like, oh, why didn't you yeah. join us? Da, 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 da. Like, I was like, oh, you know, because their program's too... <laughs> There's better program. We got better benefits <laughs> yeah, over yeah, here, their, right? Their program's crazy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, their program is, like, white people are more, like, laid back. They just want to do their time and get out. Right. Mexicans sell a lot of, like, drugs, and they use violence, and there's a hell of a lot of gang members. So basically, I pull this knife in your hand, right? I tell you, go stab this guy in the yard. If you don't do it, guess what? You You get stabbed. You become a target. Oh, shit. So it's really just, like, people doing senseless shit because they're told to. Some people are just stabbing people just to get a tattoo of an area code on them. Wow. Because that's the mindset that you're up against. Yeah. You know, they're, they're gang members. There's ranks, right? Like, There's ranks. And then how protected, because, like, I watch shows, like, uh, I don't know, I watch prison shows sometimes. Like, how protected are those top guys? Like, do they really have, like, people guarding them? Yeah, they have. Like, like other inmates? Other guarding? inmates, yeah. Wow. They have people on the front line. It's all, like, a political army. That's crazy. I, honestly, like, I applaud you for, like, surviving through that, because, like, I don't think I could have. Yeah, I could not. Not I, even surviving. I ran mainline. What is that? It's like general population. So, so it's just with everyone. Yeah. Wow. So you said you started hanging out with like the the Christian group, and that's kind of like what started to change your life. Is was that the defining moment you think to which got you out of prison? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Because the thing is, when I first got to prison, I was like, like so like hyped, like oh man, it's, it's like a hangout. Because you go in there, you see what your ta- it's, you're not paying taxpayers are getting ripped off. Uh-huh. You're paying just for people to hang out. Right, that's basically what it it's is. Just right? a We're joke. feeding them, it's they're a, working out. Yeah, it's a hangout. It's a hangout. You go in there, you be like, oh, this is bullshit. So do you think the prison system is good at rehabilitating people or not? No. Not at all? No. And then getting out of jail or prison is always hard to get a job after that, right? So how did you find success in being a successful person after prison? 
Well, I kept striving, you know. I got out, and then, like, I got blessed with this, like, little platform of being picked up. And then um, I, I did a security gig. Uh-huh. And then um, I just kept on striving, you know. And then I found my love with fitness. And then I, I, started, I did a deal with Celsius. I was, you know, awesome. making money off the internet now. And, yeah. you know, I was like, oh, man, I could brand myself now. I was like, I, don't, I could be my own job. Right. And then I also, like, had hustle. Like, I do jet brokers. I help people fix their credit. And I just separate my needs and my want. Right. Do I need this to survive or do I want this to survive? Yeah. How was it coming out and seeing how the world changed in those, like, three years? It was cool. It was, uh, it, was it wasn't that hard, but, like, the first year was the hardest. Mm-hmm. Now I've been out, like, 15 months, 16 months. So uh, I'm about to get off parole. Awesome. That's good to hear. Getting off 18 months early. Sweet. Yeah. So you've been really changing your life, it seems, mm-hmm. for sure. What is something that you could maybe uh, give as advice to someone who is, ha- like, going through a struggle, you know what I mean, and wanting to get out? Like, you did it so successfully. I mean, I see you rocking the rolly now. Like, you, you live in life, you know? <laughs> I live in life, man. <laughs> a lot has to do with just having a, a clear judgment, being sober. Yeah. Being sober is the best gift ever. Like, it's like... I never thought to see this side of me. Really? So there's no alcohol, no nothing? Nothing. Wow. I haven't touched alcohol in three and a half years. Wow. I don't smoke weed. I don't do anything. My judgment's always clear. My mind's sharp. I drink water and coffee. Black. Yeah. It's the only so, way to do it. Yeah. So wow. And I ride bikes with Jake. Yeah, I hear that. Like Doing like 20 miles and yeah. stuff, right? You guys are crazy. Yeah, we got like 40 miles, a couple rides. 40? 40. Tell that story about what happened when we went biking. So we got this crazy guy. <laughs> uh-huh. I, obviously, he's doing some type of crystal meth or something. <laughs> We're riding through Calabasas. This guy has the urge to just straight, like, he's like a mad driver that likes to taunt road bike uh-huh. bikers. Like, he drives by, he swings by, like, he just does all this crazy erratic behavior. So one time he got out of the car, he was like, I'll kill you right here. No way. I was like, What? I was like, buddy, just go in your car and get out of here, you know? Yeah. And he could have killed me right there because there was no cameras, no eyewitnesses. Oh, man. And, you know, everybody carries a, carries a gun out here uh-huh. because it's just all you need is a driver's license. And uh, and then we seen him again. We saw him two times. Really? Two yeah. times. And the kid Vinny went, got so frightened. <laughs> Poor Vinny went on off-road on a road bike. No yeah, way. there was like a little bank, like a yeah. creek. And, and I was like, there he is, there he is. And Vinny went, just because he, was he chasing you guys? No, yeah. well, he passed us, and he said something to us. And then I think Cody, that's when Cody was like, I'm going to f***ing kill you. Yeah. <laughs> he said it back to them. And then yeah. the guy stopped, turned around, and we're like, oh, where is he going? Like, he's obviously going somewhere. So we kept, like, looking, like, is, what, is, he, is he coming? Is he coming? And then there was one scare moment where we're like, that's him, and it wasn't. And then he yeah. actually showed up. And then what happened? He You stopped him, right? I pulled over, and I was like, Buddy, just keep going. You don't want to do this here. Was this like an old guy? Or like- no, he's like maybe mid forties. Like, dude, but have you not have you not realized like during this time like there's a lot of people that are just like quick like quick bullets. They just want to like be pissed and like you know because what I mean. Of COVID. Act out. That's what I think. Well, the thing is, I learned to defuse a lot of situations. And where did you learn that? Basically, like just having a sober judgment. And when I was a security guard because I was working in the clubs out here. Our job's not really to be aggressive uh-huh. because it's like guests and they're under the influence. It's basically to talk to them and defuse it and make it peaceful. 
Yeah, see, Jake and I need to learn that because there's yeah. been way too many times that, like, we, we are, like, hot bullets, too. Like, one time we were at the Grove, right? And we were waiting for a parking spot, and this guy thinks he's just being an asshole, man. He just starts honking, right, yeah. behind me. And I, I honestly didn't really judge the moment. I thought, you know, oh, this, I'm going to be a hard ass. I jump out of the car, like, what's up, bro? Like, wait, like what? I'm fucking waiting for the car. Like, that was my whole intent by doing it. Yeah. <laughs> Next thing I know, this fool has a full car of people, right? They all, all, all jump out. Oh, man. And I'm like, Fuck. like, Jake's jumped out too. So it's me and Jake versus like three other dudes. And I was just like, bro, like, calm down. Like, I'm waiting for the spot kind of thing. Like, and I honestly diffused the situation there. But thankfully, thankfully, I mean, because sometimes I, I, I don't know. Like, I have a way with words sometimes, but we could have got our ass beat just because I like to be hot headed. At the end of the day, it's not worth it. That's what I'm saying. Violence never is the answer. Yeah, I mean, even me driving, like, I'll do something, like, someone will cut me off and I'll get so angry. I get angry, I have to cut them back off. Yeah, and I, if you think about it, it's just like, it's not really worth it. Like, we drive cars that are very noticeable. There's, yeah. like, one of my car probably in all in the area. Like, if you see that car, it's me, you know? Right. And, like, if I'm over there, like, cutting people off or, like, flipping them off, like, and they see my car parked, what... They might come and hit me later or something, you know? It's not worth it. You know what I do? I just play victim. Really? I tell people, people, leave me alone. You're scaring me. (laughs) (laughs) This big old dude. Look how big he is. And then they messes them up. Because they're all yelling and going crazy. Like, leave me alone. You're scaring me. (laughs) Don't hurt me. (laughs) Don't hurt me. And then they don't know what to do. They just walk away. That's smart. Because you got to think about it. Look. California has a penal code. It's called 422. It's criminal threat. If you uh-huh. tell somebody I'm going to beat you up and I'm going to well, hurt you. I hope you, you wouldn't do that. <laughs> but no, there's people that say it out of emotion. Yeah. Most people do things not because of they want to do it. They do it behind emotion. Right. Most people that I talked to in prison that killed somebody, they didn't mean to kill somebody. Really? They killed somebody because of the way they were feeling that exact moment. And then they act off that feeling. And most of them regret it. Yeah. And they can never get out. Damn. <laughs> Because that's true. I mean, sometimes I get so mad that I want to, like... like we. I mean, you punched a hole in a wall one time. Like, yeah. that's that anger that you have to kind of grasp down. Because- I mean, I've even... Me and you have fought, and I've thrown my own fo- phone at the wall, and I've been like, why did I just throw my own phone, you but, know? But think about it. That feeling that you're feeling will go away in a couple hours. Right. But if you act on it, that's it's not going to go away. It's going to get you a, re- uh, a result that right. you might not want. Like, yeah. I met somebody in prison that... Never been to prison, got into a bar fight, knocked one guy out in a bar, and now he has 15 to life. No way. Because the guy didn't wake up. He died? Yeah. He killed him from a punch? Yeah, a, a blow to the face. Oh, my God. That's all it takes. Right. Or, or Temple, you, anything. Damn. Or even hitting after the hit, they hit their head on something. Or you, you know? fracture somebody's face, anything, you break anything, even a pinky, it's considered a GBI, a great bodily injury. It's a violent crime. Damn. Guess what? You're going to prison on a bus with 85%. And is there a lot of that shit that happens? In, I know we're going back to prison, but is there a lot of that shit that happens in like movies? Like you drop the soap, you get in. Nah, it all, doesn't like all that. it doesn't happen like that. There's a politics that protects you. Like it's like considered a sex crime if you rape somebody in jail. Yeah. Yeah. It's so, so that doesn't just happen. Like nah. Even I mean I know, I know you're like buff and shit, and you're probably like pretty intimidating to some of the other inmates. But like, is there like? Guys like myself who look pretty soft, you know, in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This and do they get picked on, or are they like pretty chilling? The politics protect them. So it's not even like their own crew. Sometimes that. Like, no, it's just politics. Oh, you basically your race. Yeah. Your race protects you. You're white or Mexican, or if you roll black. Damn. So you could, you could roll black if you wanted to. Yeah. I wouldn't suggest it though, because um, they have a lot of like notorious like Crips, Bloods, and. 
Basically, their program is like a free-for-all. Right. So anything goes. You don't have protection. With the whites and the Mexicans, you actually have protection. Do you own or rent your home? Sure you do. And I bet it can be hard work. You know what's easy? Bundling policies with GEICO. GEICO makes it easy to bundle your homeowner's or renter's insurance along with your auto policy. And it's a good thing, too, because you already have so much to do around the house. Go to GEICO.com, get a quote, and see how much you could save. It's GEICO easy. Visit GEICO.com today. That's GEICO.com. I got a question because I have tattoos, stupid tattoos. Like I have a 13 on me, which is like a Sereno. Exactly. I have a three-leaf clover. Yeah. Like that's like Aryan. <laughs> where where would I get placed if I walked into and, jail? And we're half Mexican, half white. Yeah. So yeah. if I walked into jail, like would I – those tattoos m- make me go like a certain way? They would just ask you about them. Okay. And then you would still have the choice. Of- I always worried about that. I was always like, yeah, I'm going to No, you'd be, you'd be okay. good. I mean, not but- that we're planning on going to prison. No, you guys yeah. But, <laughs> you know, <laughs> does happen. Like, look, the guy got in one fight. You one know? fight. That's crazy. It kind of makes you think, like, really think shit through before I you do I met it. people that killed their girlfriend behind domestic murder. Really? Wow. Because of the way they feel it and they got enraged. And I met a guy, his girlfriend tried to stab him. He, he fought his girlfriend off. He knocked his girlfriend out. She died. Never woke up. And he got in trouble for that, even and, though she was trying to kill him. And she was the aggressor. And there's no way of proving that, right? Because he's dead now. Well, yeah. Well, he got 12 years for that. Damn. Because it's manslaughter. And that could change your life. In yeah, your second. life could change in a second. Like, my life changed in a second. Like, right. for me, it was a blessing. But you got to be very careful out in this world, you know? The best thing is just to walk away. Right. Unless somebody, like, puts their hands on you or, like does something to your, like, immediate family, I could understand, which I'm still not condoning, but I know it's hard, but most of the time, just walk away. It's so, not yeah, worth I, it. Especially if you make your money and you got something to lose. Right. People, That's the cause, other Because most people that start shit don't have anything to lose. Exactly. Like, the, the crazy people on Hollywood Boulevard who just want to act up, like, they don't have anything. Like, recently, there was this thing in the news, and I want to bring attention to it. Um, it was about a bunch of, a group of transgender girls who were beat up by a group of dudes because they didn't agree with them being transgender. And, like, it was all over social media. And I think one of them got locked up for it. But, like, that that guy had nothing to lose. He just wanted to risk it all right then and there. And it's, yeah. like... That's what you worry about, you know, the people that don't give a damn because they'll swing regardless. Yeah, and nowadays nobody really fights fair. Right. Somebody will just shoot you. Exactly. Yeah. So it's like, you don't I, even know. I feel like we came from nothing, so maybe that's kind of why we are the way we are, like hotheads. And I feel now that we have stuff, we yeah. like, calm it down calm a little down bit. Calm it down a bit. Yeah, I think that's, yeah. we got to practice that. Yeah. So what, what else you got working on now? I know you have a Celsius deal coming in. What else are you working on? Um, I'm training to be a triathlete. Nice. I'm going to do an Ironman. What, what's exactly an Ironman? Is it like one of those extreme obstacle yeah, courses? It's like a, it's 100 miles on a bike. What, 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 you start with what? You start, you start with, with a swim. swim. 2.4 mile swim. Into a one uh, 112 mile bike ride into a 26.2 mile run. It's Holy sh! Back to back. There's three sports involved in one. And what's the prize? There's no price. A medal. Like, <laughs> that's, um, that's cool that you want to push yourself. It's an do accomplishment. That. Life, yeah. Lifetime accomplishment. Yeah. I no. could say that I'm Iron Man in this room, but yeah, I'm Iron Man. I'm pretty under the impression that I'm a superhuman. Really? Why is that? I've been through a lot in my life, so which caused my mind set to become a lot stronger because of all the trauma yeah so your mind is your strongest muscle so i learned to overcome things and uh that's about it do you meditate it's hard for me to get into it i tried i'm not into it i run that's my meditation meditation, running and biking right and i swim 
But working out is my therapy. That's awesome. That's how I stay sane. Yeah. Have you always been into fitness? Or nah. When did that start? Maybe like uh, the last year of prison, I started running. And then when I got out, I just got really into it. Yeah, I need to get more into that. Especially during COVID right now. Like, what's what's the best thing you would advise for people that want to work out and get in shape right now? Man, you got arms, you got legs. Do some calisthenics, push-ups, air squats. Uh, I go hiking, I run. You could speed walk. You could invest into a bike. There's plenty of things that you can do. People, right. You know what? Most people, they don't do it because they lose their motivation. And how do you keep that motivation? Because yeah, I, I feel you are working out. Every time I check Instagram, it's like six hours. Pat, we went on a bike ride in the morning. Two hours later, you're wor- you're on a hike. Three hours later, you're at the gym. Like, how do you work out all day long and keep the energy up, the motivation to do another rep? Like, how do- I actually get energy from working out. Believe it or not, I need that. Get- I need that. I'm not at that stage yet, though. That's you, the thing. You, you become to that stage of like chasing the high behind it. Yeah, of chasing all the endorphins and dopamines. Yeah, because I remember back when I was buff, like in 2017, I used to all I wanted to do was work out. Yeah. And I think one of the triggering points was that because I, like my girlfriend at the time really liked my results. Every time I'd come to, oh my, so buff, so I kept wanting to push myself. But I do know like that feeling of just like wanting to work out. Like it, it was just like it really drove my day at the time, and it was. Just because I was always seeing results, and I think once you get to that level of like seeing results and stuff the first time, it pushes you to that want of working out all the time, right? Yeah. Well, look at this. Your health is your wealth. That's true. Just replace the H and the W. Right. And if so, you don't have good health, you can't do anything in life. So that's your million dollars. Mm-hmm. So you have these exercise and stuff to keep your money circulating. So it, you you will depreciate if you don't work out. It's like rust. You're gonna yeah. rust away. Like, you know, who wants to be rich and fat? I don't know. I, I'd rather be fit and rich. Yeah. Yeah. But if you had to choose fat and rich or fit and poor? I'd rather be fit and rich in the heart because money does not define me. I know what it is to have and I know what it's not to have. That's it. Money's that's, cool to have, you know, but true. it also makes people lazy. Yeah. It gives them no drive, no worth that thick. It's not everything. Right. What is your, your biggest goal in life? Right now, just this Iron Man. Uh-huh. And just striving, bro. I'm just striving for greatness. I don't really think too much about like the, f- the future. I just think about the present day and I just deal with the day. And the past is over, so I don't even think about it at all. Yeah, that's a good way of thinking about things. Because I, I heard um, anxiety comes from too much thinking about the future and uh, depression comes about thinking too much about the past. Well, look, the thing with the future is a lot of us want things to work out a certain way. Right. And we plan these things in our mindset to happen that way. So when they don't happen, we get let down because our expectations of it happening were supposed to happen like that. So I don't think like that anymore because like that... I don't, you can't control that. The only thing you control is right now, this present moment. You can't control yeah. the future. And is there any way that you can give some kind of advice about being present? Because I feel like that's such an important thing that we all got to do. Like, is there something that you do that's like, okay, I got to be present now. Like, I'm, I'm thinking too much. I look at it like this. Look, I've been to prison. So what? I'm not the only one that's been to prison. People go through hardships every day. You got people in the children's hospital in Hollywood that are dying of cancer that did nothing to nobody. Me, I actually did something to go to prison. So, you know, you got to be grateful. You got to show gratitude. Yeah. That's how I look at life. Right. That's crazy. So, also about the triathlon. When is this starting? Hopefully when this cover is over, like 2021. And can people, like, stream this, like, when it happens? Or is yeah. It- there'll be a live event. Oh, they man. can actually track me doing it. 
Okay, so that and how is there like information on that now, or that's something to find just out? Just the Ironman.com. You'll see different events. Do, have you ever ridden anywhere near a hundred miles? I ran. I rode hundred and forty. No way. Yeah, talk about that because that's crazy. He tried to get me on it, and I was like, hell no. All right, so basically, I, I did a lot of centuries, like maybe four or five centuries, which is centuries, a hundred mile bike ride. Uh-huh. I've been doing them by myself because I'm becoming to the point that people don't want to work out me. Because it's like it's a, too much, it's too much, <laughs> yeah. too advanced, and and I don't want to work out with people because it's not enough. It's not enough, and then I meet my expectations. Well, I just don't want to hear people complain like, oh, like you know, yeah, I'm good on all that. I get more done by myself. So my buddy was like, oh, you should ride the San Diego. I was like, what? <laughs> I was like, all right. So I call up my parole officer. I get this pass because I need a pass because I'm on a 50 mile radius uh-huh. thing, whatever. Three o'clock in the afternoon, I ride to San Diego from, from Hollywood to San Diego. It took me nine hours and 15 minutes, 140-mile ride. Oh, my God, man. How do you keep going? Yeah. Like, me, I get tired when I do, like, 10 to 15 miles. I go because of my mindset. I've heard you talking to yourself when you're riding. Like, what, yeah. do, you, what do you tell yourself? Like, when you're... <laughs> I think I can. I think I can. I, I basically, like, talk myself. I call myself names and, like... Yeah, he's like, he's like, am I a fucking... Yeah, <laughs> he says he says like yeah. all bleep 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 stuff yeah, to himself bleep, bleep, to bleep. keep himself motivated. Come on, bleep bleep bleep. You're gonna look like a failure. And then I and I use like Dave Goggins stuff like stay hard. Yeah. And I and I just trick my mind and like believing, knowing that I'm going to do this because I know the thing is I know stuff like this that I'm doing has been done already. Right. That there's humans in this life that have done stuff that I'm doing. So why can't you do it, baby? Exactly. Yeah, we were struggling, like, last week, and he started playing Rocky music. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, that's what we needed, you know? You, the human body is the greatest thing, how we could adapt to climates, anything, yeah. any type of type of pressure. We just, it's it's amazing. What's your eating like? Do you eat anything and everything now because you work out so much? For the most part, I eat a lot of chicken and fish, meal preps. I really don't eat red meat no more, mm. but I eat a lot because I... I burn a lot. Burn a lot, but... I burn more than I could eat. And are you eating stuff like, uh, like you wouldn't walk up into Chipotle and get a burrito, would you? Uh, I don't really like Chipotle. I would go to like... Or Taco Bell or something like bad, you know? Nah, you don't nah, do that at all. You not only no do more. Nah, mm. Not no more. Like, do you have pizza? Do you have yeah, like ice the, cream? Like, what's your real diet? Are you just eating chicken just and brown chicken rice? And like, Mostly just chicken, vegetables, smoothies. Uh, see, we need to get on that. I don't put anything in my body that I can't benefit from. I don't like the, the feeling of gurgulation and my stomach hurt or like heartburn i like the feeling of having a light stomach and feeling like really a lot of people don't really know how good their body's supposed to feel yeah that's my issues i i I think about that just that taste and the taste is what gets me locked in like if i think about taco bell right now enough i'll i'll be in line there before like after before we know it next (laughs) thing he'll just blink and he'll be i'll be there it's it's like i i I black out like in bates motel when he blacks out and like pretends he's his mom or something i black out and i go to freaking taco bell or chipotle do you even know why alcohol makes you feel the way you feel no why so basically, it's the stilt bacteria over time, which basically you put it in your body, so the bacteria bombs your liver. So your body's trying to fight off that bacteria. And that's put, why you feel like that. That's why you feel woozy, and then that's why the next day you feel hungover because you're trying to recover. Yeah. 
I need to, I need to stop. <laughs> you know, this, this I, I don't need to make you feel no, bad. dude. Yeah. I've been wanting to think like this, and like for the longest time, I think it's mainly since COVID. I've really, I'm, mainly since we started food videos, but mainly more because of COVID, we've just been like giving up on like. Yeah, a lot of people yeah. tell me that too, and I never gave up. You know, I ne- I, I couldn't use COVID as an excuse because yeah. the thing is, I worked out in a cell before. I, yeah, so you have no excuse. Yeah, that because that would be like my big we, right. We have everything we need. In I front literally of us. bought. I just I spent over a thousand dollars recently on all, full equipment. I got a bench now. I got a bar. I got weights. And everything. Even the fact that you guys are influencers should be even easier because you got right. people that work eight hour jobs that are freaking tired by the end of their job. They're like, oh man, like, right. uh, you guys more like can make your own schedule. Yeah, it's part of your job to work out to yeah. be influential to look good. Me, I like to look good. I like to feel good because anybody with money is not going to take you serious. Right. Like, oh, this guy, I can't invest into this guy. Look at him. He can't even invest in himself. Look, he doesn't even take care of himself. <laughs> so if you can take care of yourself and look presentable, people will be like, oh, yo, this guy is serious. Yeah. See, I think these are all really good live tips for anyone listening right now because I need. If you're listening to this, consider this a sign to get your ass back out there and start pushing yourself. Just because this is COVID doesn't mean it's not going to go away one day, and yeah. we're all going to be back looking at each other. Yeah, we don't want to all come back being fat, you know. I, I, I'm, I'm on that. I was on that path, but now I'm changing my life. You've inspired me, man. Yeah, he makes <laughs> you want to go get a salad. Out. Yeah. <laughs> you know what it is, look, because people ask me, why do you train so hard? I was like, I'm training for life. Whatever comes my way. Yeah. So I'm prepared. You're ready. I'm ready. If an apocalypse happened, man, you're the first one going to be able to get out of here because you could just ride your bike through traffic. Exactly. While we're all struggling, getting chased by zombies. Yeah. I want to live a long time. So I don't want to... A lot of people, they get old, they get these diabetes, high blood pressure, heart attacks, cancer... And then they want to turn around and blame right. blame God. God, why'd you let this happen to me? But see, look, God gives you free will. Mm-hmm. You have the choice to either eat the right things, to do the right things, so you can live a long time and to work out. Because like the gym is a is a is a blessing. You don't need a gym to work out. You you could do straight calisthenics, squats, push ups, everything like that. So you have all the tools given to you to work out, including running. So you're basically made to work out. Right. To take care of yourself. So we're all like basically we are like human like equipment. You so can figure it out. If you make the right choices now, you could prevent a lot of that stuff happening to you in the future. Yeah, think about it. We all started equal from the same like we right. all were yeah. babies. We all looked I mean we didn't look the same, but we were all like at the same kind of weight and everything and yeah. some people chose different ways to live their life, but we can all still fix it, you know? Exactly. I had this one lady actually You want to drink a water or you want to drink a soda? I want water, man. I want water. water. I don't like soda. (laughs) (laughs) I ain't never touching a soda again. Yeah, you know? No, but I I met this lady one time and she was like a more of a, you know, like a a less healthy uh, woman and, you know, she was always smoking cigarettes, always just eating crap and like, she's told me, she was like, look, when I was your age, I wish someone would have told me this, but like, you know, you can't it's not as easy you can't just go back now like once you're already invested like she was like 45 years old and she's like there's no going back for me like I, yeah I can try to change but it's like I'm already kind of messed up my life like because she wasn't into fitness she was nothing like she's already That's too far mindset, yeah yeah. But I mean I, she definitely can't I even it. think that I'm feeling that now because I haven't lifted weights since pre-COVID and I tried doing I tried benching what was that like 115 yesterday and I was struggling like really bad and I think that I mean that's half mindset but it's half like what the same person's that lady's feeling yeah like. she just feeds into the the failure and it's yeah. all conditioning right yeah like, you know I, I started off with a mile now I run 12 yeah that's start somewhere crazy 
You gotta start somewhere. I'm about to bump it up to 20 mile runs. That's insane. Yeah, you know? I, I run like three or four miles and I'm like, alright, that's it. That's like my warm up. That's like <laughs> me getting hot and finding my rhythm. Damn. <laughs> yeah, we're on two different <laughs> spectrums here. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> where, well, where can the people find you if they don't know you already? Well, basically, you can find me on my internet platform. It's Cody Vadrino on Instagram, you know? All I do is post motivational stuff positive stuff workouts so if you don't like positive stuff don't come look at me it's cody man thank you so much you came in here you spread some influence on us you really made a positive energy from nothing to something and i do appreciate you for coming in thank man. you for having me bro. of course everyone's got to go check out cody he's got an awesome story and maybe you should come out with a book you ever yeah of that? i know for sure there's a lot of stuff that i haven't even told you guys on here because i think it's a lot of sensitive stuff that happened to me nice i, I grew up in a domestic violence household i've been sexually assaulted before as a kid Oh, wow. You know, so my life's been pretty dark. Right. You know. Damn. Well, hey, man. I mean, I'm glad you really turned it around, and now you seem like such a positive light. And, you know, you're you're, you're appreciated here in the studio, yeah, man. thanks, Thank man. you, of I course. I just want to be the cool, positive guy. Yeah, you know, you are that cool, positive guy. Yeah. So we appreciate you, and thank you guys for listening to Share Your Scare. See Peace. you next time. Thanks for listening to Sus, Share Your Scare. Make sure to subscribe and check back every Wednesday for new episodes, and don't forget to tell your friends. Follow all of our social media links at shareyourscare.com. We're going to be doing tons of giveaways, but only for our most active fans. If you have a scare of your own that you want to share, leave us a voicemail. Our number is 626-275-8695. Or if you just want to shoot us an email, our email is shareyourscarepod at gmail.com. And that's spelled with a U-R. Until next Wednesday, stay sus. Support for this podcast comes from Pluto TV. Ready to get away from it all? Free yourself with Pluto TV. Stream hundreds of channels and thousands of movies and shows all for free. Yeah, free. No contracts, no subscriptions, no fees. Imagine 24-7 channels of Narcos, CSI, Star Trek, Survivor, and everything else from hit movies to binge-worthy TV shows, the latest news, live sports, comedy, and more. What are you waiting for? Download the free Pluto TV app for Android or iPhone and start watching now. Pluto TV. Drop in. Watch free.